I'm Katie. I'm Tiffany. And, and we, we talk, talk hair. Sorry, I don't have my mug today. But <laughs> pumpkin right. spice lattes are out. Tis the season. This is my second in 24 hours. Not a problem. Anywho. It's your third fall drink, though. It's my third fall drink in 24 hours. I don't have a problem. Oh Send Starbucks gift cards. Today we want to talk about one of the most frequently asked questions that we get, which is what does post-op recovery look like after a hair transplant? Um, you know, we know that timing for a transplant is one of the most important parts of a patient's decision because they have to plan around their life and their work and their family and, you know, how do they get through that recovery phase mm -hmm. um, in a way that works well for them. No, I don't blame them. Those are common concerns. Yeah, like, I don't know that I'd want to go to work the next day with scabs on my head. Not so. ideal. Planning this is really important. Yeah, it's very important because, you know, you've got to make sure that this is a good experience and it's something that you're so excited to do and you don't have to worry about um, feeling self-conscious or, you know, how do you get past that recovery phase. And it's the same thing with every cosmetic surgery mm -hmm. that someone chooses to do. There's always a recovery to it. The good news is, is that with a hair transplant, recovery is relatively short. Yeah. You know, several cosmetic procedures take six, eight, 12 weeks to recover from. And with a hair transplant, um, you're looking at usually about two weeks, uh, maybe two and a half um, to three at most, but usually about two weeks in. Um, you can pretty much get back to normal. So, um, you know, the good news about this day and age is a lot of people do work from home, which is really nice um, because if you work from home, it's very easy, obviously, to conceal the recovery portion and still, you know, maintain your daily routine. Um, but um, if you can't work from home, there are a couple kind of tips and tricks we can talk about. Um, and help you out hopefully so um, most common thing is how am I how am I gonna look how am I gonna look when I leave here how am I gonna look the next day so typically speaking you've just had surgery you should really not be too bloody uh, for lack of a better word um, but you will still look like you had a bunch of sites made in your head which you did and so it's not gonna be ideal and you can't conceal that for at least a few days so Typically what we recommend is three days of true downtime. Just taking some time to, you don't have to hide out forever. I've used this term before. It's less invasive, so to speak, than like getting your wisdom teeth out because guess what? You can still eat um, things to avoid, which are on a whole other thing um, eating wise, but you can still eat. You can still go home, enjoy a big cup of water um, or a soda, nothing too crazy. Um, but you can still continue to kind of live for the most part your normal life but you are not gonna be able to wear a hat for at least three days. So on day four is when we typically recommend you can wear a loose fitting cap that kind of hovers over the um, scabs that have formed. Um, so again, those first three days are really kind of the hardest. Those are just, if you are working from home, we recommend not having your camera on. It might be broken that day. Um, probably avoiding going out in public at all. But again, three days in regards to, like Katie said, most any type of cosmetic procedure is really not that bad at all. So one thing that you really have to keep in mind with recovery is that it can look just a little different for everybody. So, you know, when someone gives you instructions when it comes to post-op and recovery and what to expect, the biggest thing that you wanna keep in mind is that it can vary from person to person. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into how well that you heal from a hair transplant or any procedure for that matter. Um, so within the first, you know, two weeks, I know Tiffany mentioned the scabbing and you can wear a hat on day four. 
Um, so really there's two components to healing. There's a physical element and then there's also a visual element. So physically, for the first three days, um, it is kind of the grunt of how you're going to feel. You know, you do have to sleep elevated for a couple days. Um, the reason that is is because it will reduce swelling, which is so nice, um, obviously, because no one wants to swell if they don't have to. Um, and, you know, you're going to just be kind of in the worst of it for the first three days. Now, the good news is, is after three days, it does tend to get a little better, um, which is nice. And, you know, each day you seem to get a little bit more back to normal. So that's really the, the physical element of it is just the first three days is the hardest. Mm -hmm. um, and then visually, of course, that's going to last about two weeks. The scabs are going to be there. If you've had a follicular unit transplant, you're going to have sutures in the back. If you had a flicker unit extraction, you still are going to have some scabs back here. Um, and those are going to last 10 to 14 days, sometimes a little longer, um, you know, if you tend to heal a little bit slower. And again, there's some factors that play into that. But 10 to 14 days is a very realistic timeline. Um, so there are a couple ways that you can help conceal what you look like during recovery and kind of get back to your normal everyday routine. So there's a few different ways to help recovery be a little bit easier on you cosmetically speaking um, obviously we discussed that baseball cap when to wear that is very important do not our worst nightmares when we see somebody come in the next day wearing a cap on their head the doctors the techs nobody is happy about that because nine times out of ten you've displaced some graphs so but being able to wear that on day four is definitely a perk so making sure that you do wait, you know, you put a lot of money into your hair, so make sure you wait till that proper time to put that hat on, but it does help you at least go out um, and feel a little bit more confident about that, especially for people who wear their hair longer over their suture lines. So if you don't um, shave the sides of the head, nobody's gonna know that you had anything done, which is nice as well. Um, the other types of ways to help conceal or at least um, help recovery be sped up, sped up a little bit is either laser therapy or fibers. Now, fibers are great. We just actually talked to a uh, patient about those this morning. So great if you've got something coming up, but your head might still be a little bit red. Um, we've even seen it done on scabs, but probably waiting again, that giving yourself at least that full two weeks knowing um, to, to then use them. But if you haven't heard of fibers, they are a great way to make your hair look a little bit fuller. Um, people who haven't had transplants ha use them. People who've had transplants and still want even more thicker uh, look use them, but basically they are matched for your hair um, There's a bunch of different color options. You'll figure out what works best for you Some people even put in a different two different colors at once and you just kind of shake them on your head um, And they're just little fibers that will connect and hold to your um, Existing hair kind of fall in between and just give that hair a lot more density essentially um, and it can definitely help conceal a transplant. It can help conceal a thin area, especially let's say you just got your crown done. It's a great way to just put that on there and nobody knows. Um, so that's definitely an option that is done for people who are thinning now, people who have just had surgery, people who just still want a fuller look, so to speak. Yeah, they're really great because you can actually wash those out at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So they are a temporary fix. Um, honestly, they're kind of like makeup for men. Um, and I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it's true. I mean, it does just conceal those thinning areas for the time that you need it to. So um, I think they're a great temporary cosmetic solution during post-op. And patients love them because they do make that like 
instant difference, which does give you that, you know, instant gratification. Um, it gives you the ability to go to like a wedding or a funeral or an event that yeah. you may not otherwise feel comfortable being at. So it is very helpful for, you know, those times. Um, and you can use laser therapy as well. So yeah. laser therapy is a great actual medical way to treat um, treat the areas and encourage those hairs to regrow much quicker after your hair transplant. Um, so, you know, it's not that instant gratification that hair fibers give you, um, but it is a way to get you back in shape with your actual real hair mm -hmm. much quicker. So, you know, it takes a good 12 to 14 months for all your hairs to grow in after a hair transplant. But, you know, it takes about five, six months or so for those hairs to really be significantly noticeable um whereas laser therapy can really speed up that process um as quick as you know three or four months sometimes so laser therapy is a great way to kind of get you back in shape and you know back to normal helps prevent so. shock loss as well mm -hmm. um so it's just all around laser is like my favorite thing i love laser <laughs> it's great you can't beat it you can't beat it no. it's great so hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully you got a couple tips and tricks to help speed up the recovery from your transplant. And you know, the goal is that having this transplant wouldn't hold you back from, you know, going to a wedding or going to an event. Um, it's possible to do both and it's really easy with the right planning. Um, and if you need any help, just give us a call. Yeah. I'm Tiffany. I'm Katie. And we, we talk, talk hair. hair.